The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Sunday is here, a day of prayer, praise, and rest. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Sunday, July 9th, 2021, the 14th Sunday at Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Sunday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the rosary. Today's gospel speaks of our need to be gentle and humble of heart. Now, when we're inwardly peaceful and perform as many acts of gentleness as we can, no matter how small, and do all that we can to develop a spirit of compassion, as long as reason rules, everyone approves of it. If we find ourselves aroused to anger, we have to call for God's help. This life is only a journey to the happy life to come. We have to march as companions, united in gentleness, peace, and love. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Come, Holy Spirit, inflame our hearts with the longings of Christ's sacred heart so that we might truly offer our persons and works in union with him for the salvation of the world. Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, we consecrate ourselves to your Sacred Heart, and we offer ourselves with you to the Father in your holy sacrifice of the Mass, with our prayer, works, sufferings, and joys of this day, in reparation for our sins, and that your kingdom come. We especially pray for the Church throughout the world, for the Holy Father and His intentions, for the evangelization and conversion of the whole world, for our bishop and his intentions, for our parish, and for our families and their needs. Listen to us, O Lord, through Christ your Son. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that Catholics may find the celebration of the Eucharist at the heart of their lives, transforming human relationships in a very deep way and opening to the encounter with God and all their brothers and sisters. 10 Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my God and Angel, intercede for me. Jesus shows a beautiful logic in today's Gospel. But then again, his logic is always beautiful and always perfect. I think of that moment when the soldiers were sent by the Jewish authorities to arrest Jesus, but came back without having done so. And when the chief priests and Pharisees asked them why they had returned empty-handed, the soldiers replied, No one has ever spoken like this man. Well, Jesus, we could also say, No one has ever thought like you. No one has ever showed such perfect logic as you did, which was the perfect combination of the logic of the heart and the logic of the head. And we see you using this perfect logic today. You start by talking about the knowledge of God which only children have. You then go on to speak of the unique knowledge which the Father and you, the Son, have of each other. And you conclude by inviting us to come to you in the midst of our burdens 
so that you will give us rest. And I think, Jesus, that what you're doing here is explaining to us that special gift which we call spiritual childhood. And the three things you encourage are three aspects of this. You're inviting us to learn from children and how they relate to their parents in order to learn ourselves how to relate to God. I often encourage parents of little children to learn from them how they can relate to God. And I think any parent of a young child listening to this meditation will have some idea of what I mean. Of course, children can be mischievous. I know one little toddler who seems to have an amazing ability to get up to mischief. His parents have told me how the minute they turn their back, it's as if the boy had been waiting for the opportunity, and he doesn't waste it. In next to no time, as if he had everything planned, he executes his latest misdemeanour. Once he managed to get hold of a bottle of tablets, and he poured them into the toaster. Of course, it took the father a long time to get all the tablets out. Another day, he managed to paint his bedroom wall. Another day, he painted a part of the outside patio floor. On both occasions, somehow he just managed to have some paint at hand. His parents came to a barbecue at my house the other day, and I happened to go inside to do something. Suddenly the bell rang, and I went to open it. And it was this little boy who could just about reach the bell, and had managed to evade his parents' careful watch and get himself to the front door. So I'm not encouraging you to be mischievous towards God. But even here, think about the little mischief of toddlers. Whatever they do, their parents take it in their stride. They expect a bit of mischief, and even more if it's a boy. So God is not seriously bothered by our weaknesses and our faults. He quickly forgives them if he sees we are sorry. But I have noticed that children have a remarkable, simple faith. They know that Jesus is present in the Eucharist. He just is. They don't doubt it, and they don't need proofs from Scripture. And so, Jesus, you pray to the Father. I bless you, Father, Lord of heaven and of earth, for hiding these things from the learned and the clever, and revealing them to mere children. Yes, indeed, there are truths about God, insights, which only children get in their simplicity. The learned and the clever complicate things and tie themselves up in knots. Children just know. And from this, Jesus, you move into what is in fact the development of what you have just said. Everything has been entrusted to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, just as no one knows the Father except the Son, and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Children know more about God than complicated adults, and you know most of all about your Father Jesus, because you are the perfect Son of God. We see something similar in the relationship between children and parents. We're not surprised that parents, particularly mothers, know so much about their children. But actually, if you think about it, children know a lot about their parents. They may not always be able to articulate it fully, but simply through so many shared experiences, they know things about their parents which people outside the family might not. They know what gets their parents annoyed, both to avoid it so as not to risk their displeasure, or when they become stroppy adolescents, perhaps to do it deliberately to upset them. They know which buttons to press and which not to. They know how their parents react under stress. They know their defects and their strengths, what they like and what they don't like. Well, if this is the case of sinful humans, how much more must the all-holy and all-divine Son of God know his Father, and how perfectly must the Divine Father know his Divine Son? So I ask you, Heavenly Father, give me a share in your knowledge of the Son. And I ask you, Son, my Lord Jesus, give me a share in your knowledge of the Father. And then we come to the next step in Jesus' thinking. 
Come to me, all you who labor and are overburdened, and I will give you rest. Shoulder my yoke and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Yes, my yoke is easy, and my burden light. We get overburdened because we cease to be children. Children are not overburdened. They just focus on their games. I'm often impressed by how seriously children take their games. They really throw themselves into them. But their intense concentration is for as long as the game lasts. It finishes, and then they move on to something else. They don't get burdened. You and I have our to-do lists, our priorities, our targets, and our many problems. Holy Spirit, you who lead us into spiritual childhood, you make us cry, Abba, Pater, Daddy, Father. Help us to be ever more like children and leave our cares in our Father's hands, in the hands of God our Father. In this way, we won't get overburdened. As St. Josemaria puts it so well, being children, you will have no cares. Children quickly forget what troubles them and return to their games. With abandonment, therefore, you will not have to worry, since you will rest in the Father. The ancient Latin poet Prudentius, talking about the holy innocents, those babies killed by Herod, when he was trying to kill the infant Jesus, and who thereby became the first martyrs. Imagine them playing at the very front of the heavenly altar with their palms and their crowns. And a modern author commenting on this idea and developing Jesus' point that if we want to get into heaven, we have to become children, had this to add. Heaven, he said, is a playground. The holy innocents romp in the nurseries of heaven, in the nursery of God's sons, which is what heaven is. Spiritual childhood is not only the way to heaven, it is heaven's very life. My dear friend, and here I'm thinking particularly of any young listener, or rather any young prayer, because these aren't just meditations to hear, they are meditations to help you pray. I'm praying, and you're praying with me, and we're both talking to Jesus. My young friend, yes, you must mature. Jesus is not encouraging you to be childish. Rather, he wants us to be childlike. There's a big difference. Jesus doesn't want us to have tantrums or to be irresponsible. One can't give a lot of responsibility to children. But Jesus does want us to have the simplicity, the trust, the openness, the humility of children. Children know they are weak. They take it for granted. And in a sense, this is their strength, because their weakness attracts the pity and care of others. Well, we have to know we are weak too, and be open and sincere and trusting towards God's representatives so they can help us. Adolescence is a great time. It's a time of questioning, of forming one's own personality, or making one's own decisions. But it can also be a time to lose the freshness of childhood. As we're speaking of children, let me use a saying linked to them. Don't throw out the baby with the bathwater. In other words, don't throw out the good with the bad. Strive to be a young, mature adult, but without losing that childlike freshness. Let's finish with some words from a beautiful French novel, George Bernanus's The Diary of a Country Priest. And these are words he puts on the mouth of another priest, a very attractive figure called the Curé de Torcy. And this is what this good priest has to say. Why does our earliest childhood always seem so soft and full of light? A kid's got plenty of troubles, like everybody else, and he's really so very helpless, quite unarmed against pain and illness. Childhood and old age should be the two greatest trials of mankind. But that very sense of powerlessness is the mainspring of a child's joy. He just leaves it all to his mother, you see. Past, present, future. His whole life is caught up in one look, and that look is a smile. 
Well, let's do that ourselves. Let's leave everything to our Heavenly Mother Mary, with our whole life caught up in her look, her smile. Children only need the smile of their mother to feel secure. And as we're children, O Heavenly Mother, we only need your smile too. That will give us all the security we need. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Garden Angel, intercede for me. And of course, you'll always find a lot more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's Sunday, and we begin this liturgical day now as we join with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come worship the Lord, for we are the people that God gently shepherds. Alleluia. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth, and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker, for he is our God and we are his people. The flock he shepherds. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Forty years I endured that generation. I said they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Glory to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Come worship the Lord, for we are the people that God gently shepherds. Alleluia. Lord our God, in splendor and majesty you are clothed, wrapped in light as in a robe. Alleluia. Bless the Lord. 
Lord, my soul, Lord God, how great you are, clothed in majesty and glory, wrapped in light as in a robe. You stretch out the heavens like a tent, above the rains you build your dwelling, you make the clouds your chariot, and walk on the wings of the wind. You make the winds your messengers, and flashing fire your servants. You founded the earth on its base, to stand firm from age to age. You wrapped it with the ocean like a cloak. The water stood higher than the mountains. At your threat they took to flight. At the voice of your thunder they fled. They rose over the mountains and flowed down to the place which you had appointed. You set limits they might not pass, lest they return to cover the earth. You make springs gush forth in the valleys, They flow in between the hills. They give drink to all the beasts of the field. The wild asses quench their thirst. On their banks dwell the birds of heaven. From the branches they sing their song. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. Lord our God, in splendor and majesty you are clothed, wrapped in light as in a robe. Alleluia. The Lord has brought forth bread from the earth and wine to give warmth to men's hearts. Alleluia! From your dwelling you water the hills. Earth drinks its fill of your gift. You make the grass grow for the cattle and the plants to serve man's needs that he may bring forth bread from the earth and wine to cheer man's heart, oil to make him glad and bread to strengthen man's heart. The trees of the Lord drink their fill, the cedars he planted on Lebanon, there the birds build their nests. On the treetop the stork has her home. The goats find a home on the mountains, and rabbits hide in the rocks. You made the moon to mark the months. The sun knows the time for its setting. When you spread the darkness, it is night, and all the beasts of the forest creep forth. The young lions roar for their prey and ask their food from God. 
At the rising of the sun they steal away And go to rest in their dens Man goes forth to his work To labor till evening falls Glory to the Father and to the Son And to the Holy Spirit As it was in the beginning is now and will be forever. Amen. The Lord looked upon all he had made and saw that it was very good. Alleluia. How many are your works, O Lord? In wisdom you have made them all. The earth is full of your riches. There is the sea vast and wide, with its moving swarms past counting, living things great and small. The ships are moving there, and the monsters you made to play with. All of these look to you, to give them their food in due season. You give it, they gather it up. You open your hand, they have their fill. You hide your face, they are dismayed. You take back your spirit, they die. Returning to the dust from which they came, you send forth your spirit, they are created, and you renew the face of the earth. May the glory of the Lord last forever. May the Lord rejoice in his works. He looks on the earth and it trembles. The mountains send forth smoke at his touch. I will sing to the Lord all my life. Make music to my God while I live. May my thoughts be pleasing to him. I find my joy in the Lord. Let sinners vanish from the earth and the wicked exist no more. Bless the Lord, my soul. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. Father, as you made springs in the valleys to form streams between mountains, so you made living streams of grace flow from the apostles, that their teaching may bring salvation to all nations. May we have a practical knowledge of their doctrine, be obedient to their commands, obtain remission of sins through their prayers, and finally receive the reward of eternal happiness. The Lord looked upon all he had made and saw that it was very good. Alleluia. Blessed are your eyes, for they see God's works, and your ears, for they hear his word.
From the second book of Samuel, the Lord sent Nathan to David. When he came to him, he said, Judge this case for me. In a certain town there were two men, one rich, the other poor. The rich man had flocks and herds in great numbers. But the poor man had nothing at all except one little ewe lamb that he had brought. He nourished her, and she grew up with him and his children. She shared the little food he had had, and drank from his cup and slept in his bosom. She was like a daughter to him. Now the rich man received a visitor, but he would not take from his own flock and herds to prepare a meal for the wayfarer who had come to him. Instead, he took the poor man's ewe lamb and made a meal of it for his visitor. David grew very angry with that man and said to Nathan, As the Lord lives, the man who has done this merits death. He shall restore the ewe lamb fourfold because he has done this and he has had no pity. And Nathan said to David, You are the man. Thus says the Lord God of Israel, I anointed you king of Israel. I rescued you from the hand of Saul. I gave you your Lord's house and your Lord's wives for your own. I gave you the house of Israel and of Judah. And if this were not enough, I could count up for you still more. Why have you spurned the Lord and done evil in his sight? You have cut down Uriah the Hittite with the sword. You took his wife as your own, and him you killed with the sword of the Ammonites. Now, therefore, the sword shall never depart from your house, because you have despised me and have taken the wife of Uriah to be your wife. Thus says the Lord, I will bring evil upon you out of your own house. I will take your wives while you live to see it and will give them to your neighbor. You shall lie with your wives in broad daylight. You have done this deed in secret, but I will bring it about in the presence of all Israel and with the sun looking down. Then David said to Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. Nathan answered David, The Lord on his part has forgiven your sin. You shall not die. But since you have utterly spurned the Lord by this deed, a child born to you must surely die. Then Nathan returned to his house. The Lord struck the child that the wife of Uriah had borne to David, and it became desperately ill. David besought God for the child. He kept a fast, retiring for the night to lie on the ground clothed in sackcloth. The elders of his house stood beside him, urging him to rise from the ground, but he would not, nor would he take food with them. On the seventh day, the child died. David's servants, however, were afraid to tell him that the child was dead, for they said, When the child was alive, we spoke to him, but he would not listen to what we said. How can we tell him the child is dead? He may do some harm. But David noticed his servants whispering among themselves and realized that the child was dead. He asked his servants, Is the child dead? They replied, Yes, he is. Rising from the ground, David washed and anointed himself and changed his clothes. Then he went to the house of the Lord and worshipped. He returned to his own house 
at his request food was set before him, and he ate. His servants said to him, What is this you are doing? While the child was living, you fasted and wept and kept vigil. Now that the child is dead, you rise and take food? He replied, While the child was living, I fasted and wept, thinking, Perhaps the Lord will grant me the child's life. But now he is dead. Why should I fast? Can I bring him back again? I shall go to him, but he will not return to me. Then David comforted his wife Bathsheba. He went and slept with her, and she conceived and bore him a son, who was named Solomon. The Lord loved him and sent the prophet Nathan to name him Jedidiah on behalf of the Lord. The Word of the Lord. My sins are more numerous than the sands of the sea, and my transgressions are many. I am not worthy to raise my eyes to the height of heaven because of my countless offenses, for I have provoked your anger. And And I I have have done done evil in your presence. I know my faults, and my sin is ever before me, because I have sinned against you alone. And And I I have have done done evil in your presence. A reading from a sermon by St. Augustine, Bishop. I acknowledge my transgression, says David. If I admit my fault, then you will pardon it. Let us never assume that if we live good lives, we will be without sin. Our lives should be praised only when we continue to beg for pardon. But men are hopeless creatures, and the less they concentrate on their own sins, the more interested they become in the sins of others. They seek to criticize, not to correct. Unable to excuse themselves, they are ready to accuse others. This is not the way that David showed us how to pray and make amends to God when he said, I acknowledge my transgression, and my sin is ever before me. He did not concentrate on other sins. He turned his thoughts upon himself. He did not merely stroke the surface, but he plunged inside and went deep down within himself. He did not spare himself, and therefore was not impudent in asking to be spared. Do you want God to be appeased? Learn what you are to do, that God may be pleased with you. Consider the psalm again. If you wanted sacrifice, I would indeed have given it. In burnt offerings you will take no delight. Are you then to be without sacrifice? Are you to offer nothing? Will you please God without an offering? Consider what you read in the same psalm. If you wanted sacrifice, I would indeed have given it. In burnt offerings you will take no delight. But continue to listen and say with David, A sacrifice to God is a contrite spirit. God does not despise a contrite and humble heart. Cast aside your former offerings, for now you have found out what you are to offer. In the days of your fathers, you would have made offerings of cattle. These were sacrifices. If you wanted sacrifice... I would indeed have given it. These then, Lord, you do not want, and yet you do want sacrifice. You will take no delight in burnt offerings, David says. If you will not take delight in burnt offerings, will you remain without sacrifice? Not at all. A sacrifice to God is a contrite spirit. God does not despise a contrite 
and humble heart. You now have the offering you are to make. No need to examine the herd. No need to outfit ships and travel to the most remote provinces in search of incense. Search within your heart for what is pleasing to God. Your heart must be crushed. Are you afraid that it might perish so? You have a reply. Create a clean heart in me, O God. For a clean heart to be created, the unclean one must be crushed. We should be displeased with ourselves when we commit sin. For sin is displeasing to God. Sinful though we are, let us at least be like God in this, that we are displeased at what displeases Him. In some measure, then, you will be in harmony with God's will, because you find displeasing in yourself what is abhorrent to your Creator. My sins, O Lord, have pierced me through like arrows, but before they wound me. Heal me, O God, with the ointment of repentance. Create a clean heart in me, O God, and put a new and steadfast spirit within me. Heal me, O God, with the ointment of repentance. You are God, we praise you. You are the Lord, we acclaim you. You are the Eternal Father. All creation worships you. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, cherubim and seraphim sing in endless praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Through all the world the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all worship and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you became man to set us free, you did not spurn the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come and be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people. 
But with the price of your own blood And bring us with your saints to glory everlasting Save your people, Lord, and bless your inheritance Govern and uphold them now and always Day by day we bless you We praise your name forever Keep us today, Lord, from all sin Have mercy on us, Lord, have mercy Lord, show us your love and mercy For we place our trust in you In you, Lord, is our hope And we shall never hope in vain Let us pray. O God, who in the abasement of your Son have raised up a fallen world, fill your faithful with holy joy, for on those you have rescued from slavery to sin, you bestow eternal gladness. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. It's Sunday, July 9th, 2023, the 14th Sunday in Ordinary Time. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord gives praise to the Father and then issues an invitation to all of us, kind of an offer you can't refuse. It's from the 11th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. I thank thee, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that thou hast hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to babes. Yea, Father, for such was thy gracious will. All things have been delivered to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, you'll always find daily and Sunday Mass readings right there on the relevant radio app. Well, let's keep right on praying. We join with the whole church once again as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Alleluia. Alleluia. 
Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Alleluia. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his love endures forever. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Alleluia. Let the sons of Israel say, His love endures forever. Let the sons of Aaron say, His love endures forever. Let those who fear the Lord say, His love endures forever. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Alleluia. I called to the Lord in my distress. He answered and freed me. The Lord is at my side, I do not fear. What can man do against me? The Lord is at my side as my helper. I shall look down on my foes. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Alleluia. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in men. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Alleluia. The nations all encompassed me. In the Lord's name I crushed them. They compassed me, compassed me about. In the Lord's name I crushed them. They compassed me about like bees. They blazed like a fire among thorns. In the Lord's name I crushed them. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Alleluia. I was hard-pressed and was falling, but the Lord came to help me. The Lord is my strength and my song. He is my Savior. There are shouts of joy and victory in the tents of the just. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Alleluia. The Lord's right hand has triumphed, his right hand raised me. The Lord's right hand has triumphed. I shall not die, I shall live and recount his deeds. I was punished. I was punished by the Lord, but not doomed to die. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Alleluia. O 
Open to me the gates of holiness, I will enter and give thanks. This is the Lord's own gate where the just may enter. I will thank you for you have answered, and you are my Savior. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Alleluia. The stone which the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This is the work of the Lord, a marvel in our eyes. This day was made by the Lord. We rejoice and are glad. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Alleluia. O Lord, grant us salvation. O Lord, grant success. Blessed in the name of the Lord is he who comes. We bless you from the house of the Lord. The Lord God is our light. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Alleluia. Go forward in procession with branches, even to the altar. You are my God, I thank you. My God, I praise you. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his love endures forever. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Alleluia. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Lord God, you have given us the great day of rejoicing. Jesus Christ, the stone rejected by the builders, has become the cornerstone of the church, our spiritual home. Shed upon your church the rays of your glory, that it may be seen as the gate of salvation open to all nations. Let cries of joy and exultation ring out from its tents to celebrate the wonder of Christ's resurrection. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Alleluia. Let us sing a hymn of praise to our God. Alleluia. Let us sing a hymn of praise to our God. Alleluia. Blessed are you, O Lord, the God of our fathers, praiseworthy and exalted above all forever. Let us sing a hymn of praise to our God. Alleluia. And blessed is your holy and glorious name. 
praiseworthy and exalted above all for all ages. Let us sing a hymn of praise to our God. Alleluia! Blessed are you in the temple of your holy glory, praiseworthy and glorious above all forever. Let us sing a hymn of praise to our God. Alleluia! Blessed are you on the throne of your kingdom, praiseworthy and exalted above all forever. Let us sing a hymn of praise to our God. Alleluia! Blessed are you who look into the depths from your throne upon the cherubim, praiseworthy and exalted above all forever. Let us sing a hymn of praise to our God. Alleluia! Blessed are you in the firmament of heaven, Praiseworthy and glorious forever. Let us sing a hymn of praise to our God. Alleluia. Bless the Lord, all you works of the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Let us sing a hymn of praise to our God. Alleluia. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us sing a hymn of praise to our God. Alleluia. Praise the Lord for his infinite greatness. Alleluia. Praise the Lord for his infinite greatness. Alleluia. Praise God in his holy place. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his powerful deeds. Praise his surpassing greatness. Praise the Lord for his infinite greatness. Alleluia. O oh, praise him with sound of trumpet, praise him with lute and harp, praise him with timbrel and dance, praise him with strings and pipes. Praise the Lord for his infinite greatness. Alleluia. O oh, praise him with resounding cymbals, praise him with clashing of cymbals. Let everything that lives and that breathes give praise to the Lord. Praise the Lord for his infinite greatness. 
Alleluia. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Lord God, Maker of heaven and earth, and of all created things, you make your just ones holy, and you justify sinners who confess your name. Hear us as we humbly pray to you. Give us eternal joy with your saints. Praise the Lord for his infinite greatness. Alleluia. A reading from the book of the prophet Ezekiel. I will sprinkle clean water upon you to cleanse you from all your impurities, and from your idols I will cleanse you. I will give you a new heart and place a new spirit within you, taking from your bodies your stony hearts and giving you natural hearts. I will put my spirit within you and make you live by my statutes, careful to observe my decrees. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. God. We give thanks to you, O God, as we call upon your name. We give give thanks thanks to you, O God, as as we we call call upon upon your name. We cry aloud how marvelous you are, as as we we call call upon upon your name. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. We We give thanks thanks to you, O God, as as we we call call upon your name. Many who heard the teaching of Jesus were astonished and said, Where did he get all this? Is he not the carpenter, the son of Mary? Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophet he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, The dawn from on high shall break upon us 
to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Many who heard the teaching of Jesus were astonished and said, Where did he get all this? Is he not the carpenter, the son of Mary? Let us give thanks to our Savior, who came into this world as God's presence among us. Let us call upon him, Christ, Christ, King King of glory, be our light and our joy. Lord Jesus, you are the rising sun, the firstfruits of the future resurrection. Grant that we may not sit in the shadow of death, but walk in the light of life. Christ, Christ, King King of glory, be our light and our joy. Show us your goodness, present in every creature. That we may contemplate your glory everywhere. Christ, Christ, King King of glory, be our light and our joy. Do not allow us to be overcome by evil today. But grant that we may overcome evil through the power of good. Christ, Christ, King King of glory, be be our light and and our joy. You were baptized in the Jordan and anointed by the Holy Spirit. Grant that we may this day give thanks to your Holy Spirit. Christ, Christ, King King of glory, be our light and and our joy. Gathering our prayers and praises into one, let us offer the prayer Christ himself taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who in the abasement of your Son have raised up a fallen world, fill your faithful with holy joy, For on those you have rescued from slavery to sin, you bestow eternal gladness. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. It's Sunday. Get to Mass today and receive the body, blood, soul, and divinity of the Lord. The Sunday edition of Morning Air is coming right up. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. Go out, make this a great and holy day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission.
Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.